Hello, friends, and welcome to the 25th edition of the Fantasy 15 here on Sound of the Loons. We're here to give you 15 minutes or maybe more on your 15 roster slots for MLS Fantasy. We'll talk a bit about what happened last week, a bunch about what we think is going to happen this week, and we'll get into some strategy when we can. My name is Steve McPherson, and I'm joined by Jamie Watson, and we're delighted to welcome a special guest, digital content intern, William Rogers IV. Uh, Billy has been doing a bang-up job so far here at MNUFC, doing transcription work, writing previews and recaps, uh, just being around the office looking good. Uh, he has also gotten quickly and deeply into MLS fantasy, as happens to the best of us when we start working for a club. Uh, this past week, Jamie and I tied with 87 points, which was a first for that, I believe. And Billy the Pirate here managed to beat us by one point. Uh, so we figured we'd have him on to talk about what it takes to beat seasoned veterans like ourselves, which I assume is is basically nothing. Uh, Billy, welcome to the podcast. How do you feel? Feeling awesome. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> Some call it the uh, the meteoric rise, but yeah, I think I've been taught by two great professionals here. Um, you know, learn the tricks <laughs> of the trade. He knows exactly. <laughs> he knows how to talk too. How to butter the bread. Yeah, exactly. that's how he got yeah. himself into this spot. He's the uh, he's, he, a, he's the he's doing the right things right now. Saying all the right Mason, things. Mason Toy esque second you know second half of the season rise here. So absolutely, uh, Jamie. Let's let's talk to you for a minute. Tell me about your week. So my week was a lot like your week. Yeah, um, very similar. <laughs> in that we ended with the same amount of points. Sure. With different um, players, I presume. Yes. Um, obviously, Evan Bush was, you know, he was everything that, that you hoped he would be. He gave you that that first first game performance that put your mind at ease, no problem. Just threw in, you know, Richard Sanchez. He just sat there occupying my keeperoo. Yep. And that would happen. Yep. And then uh, and then only two points in the next game. That wasn't, that wasn't great. But uh, Rui Diaz. <laughs> Captain got 24 points. Uh, you love to see that. You yes. love when, when he makes uh, a performance like that. Jordi Reyna had him in there. He made the uh, the dream team as well. Uh, Ty Dare, 11 points. So those were those were about all the booms I had. Um, Steve, what about you? Uh, my top it's kind of middling week for me. My top point getters were Rui Diaz, although I did not captain him. Ty Dare, I did not captain him. Uh, Andra Andrasek. Andrasic? Andrasic. 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 Thank you. Sorry. Um, no, he, trust me. I messed it up on air. Okay. All right. So lower I learned stakes, it afterwards. I just didn't know it on air. Lower stakes for me. Andrasic. Uh, they, they did great double digits, but that's about, that's about all I had. Billy, teach us your ways. So I went with Dallas instead of, um, instead of uh, Seattle. And I liked uh, Barrios a lot on Jurassic as well uh, in Ziegler. Uh, 10 points Ooh, there, 11 yeah. and 5, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then similar to Jamie, I had Ty Dare as well, uh, Bush as well, too. And then I was kind of disappointed with Vancouver, uh, Adnan and uh, Imbam. Everyone is disappointed yeah. with Vancouver. Six yeah. and seven. Like, you I mean, they have two games and you expect some good points. Yeah. And they get you absolutely nothing. And then the worst yeah. one was Royer. I was sitting there about an hour before the Red Bulls game against uh, Columbus. And I'm just like, you know, they're at home. Oh, sorry, Colorado. Colorado. Red Bulls, yeah. yeah, right, right, right. They're at home, and you think, you know, Royer is there, he's up top with uh, Wright Phillips, and he might get some points. Four points. Never trust the yeah, Red Bulls. I, I can't. <laughs> Red Bulls, Toronto, there's a couple teams where it's just like the, the variation is just so wild. You know, you look at those guys like uh, Dos Santos or Atuesta, they just got this sort of solid floor of points. I feel like Red Bulls and Toronto are these two teams where anybody, they could be one point, they could have 20 points. You just, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, no, don't worry. I do. Uh, both Mario and Aaron Long into my starting lineup this week. So. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I was checking your score. And I saw you had them. I was like, "Ooh, there it goes." And my <laughs> good friend, he was laughing. Billy, he was Billy, laughing. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's sniping your. your he's checking yeah, it out. That's absolutely. good. I love that competitiveness. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so, with some busts, I everybody should thank me for Minnesota United's win. 
against LAFC because the last minute I, I rejiggered things to get in Walker Zimmerman and uh, Diego Rossi, who had three points apiece in that game. So you're welcome. That's what you get for trying to bet against Minnesota United. No, I mean, sometimes I win for betting against Minnesota United too. It's just, that's the way it works. But like, yeah, definitely. So I, th- this is, and I was saying, and Billy and I were talking about this actually on Slack, I think during the game, which is that the benefit of playing guys who play against Minnesota United is that if they disappoint you, you're happy because Minnesota United won, you know, that's true. So, you know, and then if you don't do well, you're like, if they do well, you're like, well, Minnesota United lost, but I did well in fantasy. So you sort of, you're, you're playing both sides. No, I'm not going to lie to you. There was a point in time, which I didn't have this rule when I first started with you last year, Steve playing that I did have opponents from other teams and I would be on the sideline. Amir steps from the head coach of Minnesota United yeah. and my player would score and it would be very <laughs> muted celebrations, <laughs> but celebrations nonetheless. Five points in the bag. <laughs> and then I realized I like my job more than my fantasy points. So I then implemented that said it's a rule. quiet fist pump. It was a quiet, yes. Maybe just in your we, pocket, just a little. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that also keys. doesn't look very good if no one knows the situation, if sure. I'm giving yeah. pocket fist pumps. Yeah. So we're going to stay away from those. Yeah. Um, Billy. Let's 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 get a let's get to know you a little bit and your your it. fantasy strategy. Um, you know, obviously, we've talked a lot about fantasy. Um, sometimes instead of doing work in the office, we talk about fantasy. <laughs> um, w- w- your early impressions now, having played for you know, I don't know how many weeks you've been at this now. Five now. Five say. weeks, you know, in like what is what are some of the the insights you've had? Because it's always interesting to see as people sort of realize certain things about oh, this is this is the way to this is the way that I'm going to approach this. Like, what are some of the insights you've had? I think a lot of the the switcheroo is really important, yeah. especially when you have the single game weeks where you really have to monitor lineups. And I think kind of it will segue us as well to this coming week where there's so many players now who might not play international call-ups and their sure. lineups will be a lot different. Um, but I really think that even sometimes you kind of roll with double game weeks and you just throw in your best players and maybe even just, you know, kind of leave your bench kind of low per se. And yeah. then kind of just have stronger players, you know, starting and hope for the best amount of points. Um, that's, I, been, really, that's been Jamie's yeah. kind of approach recently. I think you've said you're like, my bench is just four million dollar guys, and I'm because exactly. I'm still I'm still currently only at like 113 million. Yeah. So I'm just at a point where I can't have the luxury of spreading the wealth. Yeah. I really have to put my wealth on the field. Billy, what's your salary right now? I think I'm at a hundred and hundred and fifteen. I want to say. Look at that. He's, he's only been playing for five weeks. Yeah, no, and and I mean, that's like, literally, he's actually going to take my spot. Yeah, right. right. He, I'm fired. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is actually not just a guest appearance. We're, we're, we're trading Jamie for some gam and some tam to another, <laughs> another Not a lot, not a lot of it, yeah. but but some of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that, I think I think you're right. I think that when you have limited salary and it's a little harder to build that salary, they, they've changed the seasons around. Last season, it was really hard to get salary in the second half because it was way shorter. They've, they've split it a little more evenly, but- you got to make those decisions about, and I, that happened to me. Was it? I think it wasn't this. We didn't have a, a podcast this past week because I was. I was That's away. right. Because we went to Atlanta. That's you were right. away. We, we went to Atlanta for the Open Cup final. It was crazy. That's so why I won my one point. You guys are gone. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> so it's a trend. Um, so yeah, I had that situation uh, that week where. Uh, you know, I, I was traveling and so I put in a Montreal defender who didn't play the first game. And then I was like, I'm just going to punt on his, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to re reorganize my spending and put more money into a midfielder rather than trying to split it between two midfielders, like one on the bench. So I, uh, you know, I put in Max Morales, you know, I just, sort of, so I think that it, you need to be able to adjust in the middle of the week, which is nice to have. Absolutely. We're going to talk about that this week. Let's talk a little bit about 
I, Billy, was there anything else that you had? Any other brilliant insights? Yeah. What What was What was the biggest thing that when you learned it kind of changed the game for you that yeah. you maybe didn't know week one, but now you know you're like, hey, this is this is the the first thing I should have learned. This is one A for me. Definitely the switcheroo, obviously, because it's more of you monitor lineups and then kind of you can take different chances or even like two chances, really, where you kind of have a defender on the bench, maybe, and a second one as well, too. And you kind of be like, OK, cool. He does well or does bad. Put a second one in and kind of have a second chance. And that really helps out where, you know, you have, you know, double the, double the luck to have what yeah. points. Perfect. And I think that understanding of uh, which which we've talked about before, Billy, that uh, and we talked about on the show, too, that that putting guys on the bench who play early. You know, so you can exactly. sort of see the results and then see if you need to move something else. Um, that understanding of when games are going to happen. Uh, this week is a good example of this. Let's let's get into this week. We'll talk about it right now. Um, this is a really weird week, obviously. <laughs> there's not very many games, and there's even few players to play them. Seattle is missing 10 players. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? Um, heavy on Portland and NYCFC, I think. The, the problem that we run into now is that you can only take three from each team. So I, I, as I sort of started looking at this, I found myself thinking – well, you know, I, that was tough because both of those are good goalkeeper matchups. You know, um, e- either of those could be favored for, for a clean sheet, uh, which takes away a spot from a field player. Uh, right now I have Stuver on the bench. Sean Johnson's away. So I have Stuver on the bench to see how he does in the early game. Uh, if he does well, I, I'll pull, I have Steve Clark in right now. Um, maybe like redistribute some of those funds because he's going to be, you know, he's a little more expensive. Maybe get another Portland defender in there because I'll be able to pull, I'll have an extra Portland spot. But, um, but how are you guys looking at it? Like, what have you been doing with your, your Portland and NYCFC guys, Jamie, let's start with you. Yeah, no, I think that's a, I think that's a great shot. The, I have the exact same setup you do. Steve Clark uh, starting right now with Stuver on the bench. Going to pay attention to that early game because it does kick off 2.30 central time, um, whereas the Portland Timbers kick off seven hours later. So yeah, those, yeah exactly. That, that, that seems to me most likely the two that are likely to get a shutout of the group. Um, this week, I, when I do that, though, I think I'm going to um, – I'm going to steer clear of more defenders from NYCFC because a lot of them are away on international duty. They have like no defense. So really, <laughs> yeah. there's they're really going to struggle there. So I wouldn't be shocked if the you know the Brad Stuver selection at four point nine million dollars ends up being one that actually doesn't get used. And then I'm going yeah. to go no defenders for NYCFC, assuming that maybe a goal happens. But if that's the case, then I'm going to put more Portland defenders on there, and I'm going to bank heavily on a Portland at home shutout against Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. We talked a little bit about this bill that, um, you know, you've got Anton Tanner home is still in. He's obviously an expensive defender. He's good, but who's he, he's, who's he playing? With? <laughs> I think, I think Eric Bill is a decent shout. He might start. And Eric, you know. Mel- I don't know him. He's <laughs> great dude. I love that guy. We miss yeah. Eric Miller around these parts. Yeah. He's fantastic. He played okay against, uh, I think it was Columbus. Okay. So I watched, he started and had a decent game. It was one zero game. Um, yeah. so, I mean, I mean, it could be a good pick, maybe 4 million. Um, I actually changed up a bit from you guys. I had Westberg on the bench first yeah. um, for Toronto. Hopefully, you know, I'm banking on them. You can't trust Toronto. You can't trust Toronto. You never but know. Toronto you never against know. FC Cincinnati, certainly. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, so I'll watch that game first. If he does well, I'll keep his points. If not, I have money left to, to uh, switch in uh, Clark as well from Portland. Yeah. Do so, we think LAFC, though, that's at Orlando City— yeah. I think Cisniega is not a bad shout. Cisniega could be your shout if you wanted to if you wanted to go more heavily on offense for 
NYCFC. Yeah. You could take Stuver out yeah. and have Cisniega be, but there's the tighter window of turnaround. You'll have to be very yeah. close to your, your phone checking out the scores. Yeah. I worry about, I do worry about Stuver because of the defensive issue with NYCFC. I mean, the Yankee stadium is a tough place to come and play uh, period, no matter who the defenders are. But, um, but it is true. It's a little different than having, you know, NYCFC starting defensive sure. line out there in front of Stuver. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, the thing about FC Cincinnati also uh, is they get hit really hard by international call-ups. Yes, they do. Um, they're already haven't had a great season, and then they lose basically any player who's like a better than replacement player um, when they get international call-ups. Look at so, last time the international yeah. call-ups against us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so that is something to consider with Toronto. Even away, Quentin Westberg might not be a, might not be a bad option. What um, what are we doing about Vela? This is the real question every week, right? Because he could play or he could not play. Do you make room for him right now? Uh, do you leave room for him? You know, because if you get to that matchup, if you get to that LAFC matchup and he's playing in this week with hardly anybody playing, you're going to want him to play. For sure. I've thought about it all week, and I, I told Steve, I'll have a team for this week, and then I'll kind of have a team for the weekend. Yeah. So it's like you kind of have a variation, <laughs> yeah. another variation yeah, yeah. of players based on, you know, who's available, who's not available. Yeah. I'll monitor it. Yeah. I've kind of looked out for news and stuff. People don't expect him to play. Um, but I mean, yeah. I'm leaving money there just in case. And maybe I'll, like I said, organize. Again. One of the benefits is we'll know because they're away. We'll know if he travels, exactly. right. Is one of the things that you'll know. Yep. Um, so that could, that could be a good indicator. You'll also get, that's the second, you know, it, it, the, both the FC Cincinnati T Toronto game and the Orlando LAFC game kick off at the same time. So you'll know an hour, 45 minutes, half an hour, whatever before, whether he's going or not. And you'll be able to, you know, pick all the guys you want from the remaining four games that are playing, that are exactly. being played right there. So I've got, I've got space covered out for Vela just based on, I think I could rearrange that space with, I've got two Colorado defenders right now, um, Abubakar and, and, and Smith. Uh, I like Sam Vines too. Yeah. Sam Vines also up there um, is, is somebody I also considered. Uh, I like Smith a little better. So I put him in, but um, see, I see her clear of Colorado defenders this week because I can't see them shutting out the Seattle Sounders right now with 10 missing players though. Yeah, I Never mean, you've know. got it's like Ladero and and Pearl Jam. I know you're right. <laughs> it's, it's 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 the one week that at altitude. You yeah. know what? I just you're right, and you could we could be coming in here next week. Yeah, where or I could be the guest next week, and Billy could be the star sure. of the show. <laughs> and you're saying that's why you're yeah. you're beating me. Yeah. you know, week after week now. But I just I don't know. I mean, I think I went that, to those I went to those Colorado defenders because I was out of other options. I played you and, know, and, I and, that, and that this <laughs> so, week would be the one week if you said I'm going to do it. I'd go okay. If you said any of the week, I'd say yeah. you're absolutely crazy. Well, I, start, I just started looking at after I put in. You know, I have Valeria Fernandez. Uh, I have Vela Blessing. I have Castellanos. You know, it's like I've got these all these guys in. I don't have anybody else to put. You find in a way for Gustavo Bo. I didn't <sighs> put in Gustavo Bo. Um, See, with I, all the defensive uh, players missing for NYCFC, I, I might think about it. Bo, Bo finds the in my lineup this week. Yeah, I might I like try. A, I like Altidore too. I know we had a discussion about Altidore. Yeah. I mean, I like Pazuelo and Altidore together. Uh, Altidore seems like he's going to play based on uh, articles that Billy sent me. He's already doing more work on this <laughs> podcast. Than I am, the insider. Um, yeah, he's he's got news feeds just for fantasy uh, injury news. So uh, yeah, I. Like you said, I'm probably going to reconsider this entire lineup shortly after. The show. Yeah, of course. <laughs> press, press clear. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right, just, just redo it. But that's why this is so fun. <laughs> this is why we do it. Um, any other thoughts on other games you want or things you guys want to highlight? Billy? I think, you know, you mentioned it. You have to have Valeri and Morales. That's like the two guys in your yeah. team this week. You know, Timbers at home, NYCFC to home. 
they're worth a lot of money, but I think you have to have them, and they're they're good points for I'd sure. Agree. I'm yeah. Captain Morales right now, so I that's, a good, that's a good shout. Uh, I might actually go Castellanos. I'm Captain him. He, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I mean, he's been good. He's been scoring goals for fun lately. This is more of an informed play, and it would be a play in which that not many people are making. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a boomer bust play. But right now, where I'm at, I'm swinging for the fences. You got, <laughs> I'm striking out, or I'm hitting a home run. You're trying to get, you're trying to get all the way back up into it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, might, I don't think that's the best game plan in the world. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you, but I think that it's a game plan that could separate. And if it strikes gold, if he pulls off a hat trick at home. You know, we're laughing all the way to next week's show. Right. If he puts up three points that double to six, I may be busy next week and may not be able to make it in. <laughs> <laughs> if well, it'll depend. If 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 Jamie is here next week, we'll know he he did fine. He did he did well. If if um, Billy is here next week, we'll know that um, he he beat Jamie basically. Mm-hmm. I think. So. Yeah. That's how it, it's a knockout. That's, that's it's probably a, a good knockout. Going to be a big, good barometer of how the week went. It's a host knockout situation. All right. Well, the sand in the quarter hourglass has run out, and we have come to the end, my friends. For Minnesota United and Jamie Watson and Billy the Pirate, I'm Steve McPherson. And remember, don't let your fantasies be dreams. Make your dreams come true. 